Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Just a couple of hours ago, the Vancouver Park Board announced there would be no Stanley Park Easter train in 2023. On their website, the Park Board said that the train event has been put on pause this year due to uh, required repairs following a recent assessment. This, of course, comes after previous cancellations. In September, the Park Board announced that the uh, Halloween-themed ghost train was cancelled due to mechanical issues. It also cancelled the Christmas train due to the same issue. Joining me now to discuss the issue is uh, Global BC uh, reporter and News Hour and 11 o'clock anchor Jordan Armstrong. Jordan, thank you for joining Joining us. Always good to be with you, Jazz. All right. First and foremost, now after the first two cancellations, is this cancellation a bit of a surprise for you? No, it's not. And I will tell you why. I went to the park board about a week ago, sent them an email asking what was the update on the Stanley Park Easter train, because we're certainly getting close. And at that time, they told me, well, we're going to announce something next week. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. And I know you've been a journalist for a long time, Chaz. You Mm -hmm. know, when it's good news, they'll tell you right away. So when it's bad news, they tend to keep you waiting. And so here we go. What, four or five days later, we get the bad news. It's it's not going to happen. it's complicated to get it back on track. I, I, I think we can we can give the park board that. I mean, they've had to get an engineering firm in to do a full scale assessment, and then, you know how big um, bureaucratic institutions work, right? You got to get uh, everything on paper. You got to come up with a plan for the plan, and and uh, you know submit to perhaps more uh, an updated budget request. So it's it's going to take some time. I, I think though what. I keep coming back to, and I and I know hearing from a lot of our listeners and viewers is, how did we get in this position mm-hmm. in the first place? How did this beloved asset that's been around for decades, more than 50 years, get into such a state of disrepair um, that it's going to take so long to get it back on track? That we still don't know, Jazz. Um, you've uh, been covering this issue for a while, and and so the, the issue has always been, oh, it's got a distinct, a distinctive engine. Uh, you know, this thing, this train is sixty years old. Mm-hmm. It re- requires, um, you know, hard to access parts that are very unique. Uh, you also covered that, and, and other trains or similar trains don't have that challenge. Yeah, there's no denying that this train is old. It's a unique scale, so it's slightly narrower track than the majority of. Trains of the same make and model operating in North America, but having said that, many others are of similar vintage, not quite as old, but but certainly you know thirty plus years old. Uh, and and as you say, they are they're very common. Like there are hundreds of these uh, trains operating at amusement parks, zoos, uh, family farms all over North America. They're they're kind of the Honda Civic of of, of miniature trains. We went over to the island uh, back in January. And at uh, Gailey Farms, they have the same type of uh, train, and they manage to keep it running with just a handful of crew. Um, you know, they, they put a lot of time into it, they put the money into it, but, uh, you know, fewer than five people manage to keep that train running, um, where you've got a big government organization here. Well, maybe not big government, but you know what I mean. It's a government organization here that uh, is, is having trouble with it. And, and looking back at, at some of the information that's come out so far, um, 
I have filed into a freedom of information request to try mm. and get some uh, better answers on how we got into this position in the first place. I filed mine back in January. It hasn't come back yet. I did get a note from the city that uh, uh, they have now until May 2nd to uh, get back to me. So I'm still waiting for my FOI. But uh, Bob Mackin, a uh, journalist uh, published in the uh, Business of Vancouver, um, a publication a couple of a uh, couple of weeks back, uh, he managed to get his hands on some uh, TSBC uh, documents, basically indicating why the train failed. And this is from September. And uh, according to um, according to what he got his hands on, there was rust and corrosion on mm-hmm. the track's lower surface, rot and decay from heavy moss growth on the trestle, uh, which crosses the pond there. Uh, branches obscure, uh, obscuring the conductor's line of sight. Um, the inspector found multiple rotten ties and loose spikes. Uh, spike heads were not contacting the track, allowing movement as the train passed over. Multiple brakes were not functioning, and horizontal and vertical axle play was noticed. Uh, it goes on to say there was excessive wear in the undercarriage of passenger cars. So when you look at that information, you know, I, I think we can safely say that's not most of that is not an issue of specialized parts or specialized mm-hmm. knowledge. That's just basic upkeep. And that um, seems to be why this train failed its technical safety BC inspection in the first place. Can you not just surmise for what you've described here that there maybe it's just me, but there is a desire uh, no matter, it's certainly unstated, it's not stated, it's not written, that they, they would prefer that it not be around, that we just uh, let it just erode away and to the point where we say, look, we can't fix this anymore, and the train just goes away, that there was at, at its point somewhere uh, an, a view, an assumption that that's what they wanted to do, and the best way to do that is not to, to stay up with maintenance, not to, 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 to deal with all the upkeep that is required. It certainly seems that way. Well, it does, doesn't it? I mean, you're looking at... Uh, how did it get like this? Like it, it, it's 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 it didn't just become old last year. It's been old for a long time. Um, so how did it get in this state? I mean, at this point, based on all the information we have, it, it would seem that it was not a priority for the Vancouver Park Board. Mm-hmm. Now I should say that. Um, this was September when uh, the train failed its inspection. Uh, of course, in October, we had the civic election. A whole, sale, uh, or whole slate of uh, new commissioners came into the park board, and they have uh, said that this is a priority. The ABC commissioners have. Uh, they'd like to get it back on track. And indeed, in the bulletin uh, from the park board today announcing that the Easter train isn't going to run, it does say uh, in the second paragraph that a recommissioning plan to put the train back on track for late spring or early summer has been proposed and a comprehensive timeline for repairs and regular train operations will be shared with the public as soon as possible. So they're saying that we do have, um, you know, a desire here to, to get it running again as soon as possible. I find it interesting that you would think the park board would want to make more dollars. They certainly indicated that they want to raise more revenue because they have to go to the mm-hmm. city for some of their dollars as well. But you got to generate revenue on your own property. And this train would be part of that. And, and so that's part I don't understand is it attracts people. You can probably make some dollars off. At the very least, it should be able to break even in regards to the upkeep and all of that just based on its popularity. And the fact that it's gotten to this point where you can't have an Easter train, no Christmas train, 
train, no Halloween train, does speak to an underlying desire, perhaps in the past, of not uh, wanting this train around, which I just, uh, it is mind-boggling, that is for sure. Jordan, thank you for your time. Thanks, Jazz. Always a pleasure.